Hello, my friend, and welcome to this new episode of the Daily Walk Heaven Words podcast. I'm Father Stanislaw, and I'm so happy that I have the opportunity to share with you the gospel for this week, and I hope that you will find it as engaging uh, as I find it, so that together we may continue to make the choice of being salt of the earth, light of the world, and continue the ministry that Jesus has entrusted to us. Let us pray. Keep your family safe, O Lord, with unfailing care, that, relying solely on the hope of heavenly grace, they may be defended always by your protection. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, You are salt of the earth. If salt loses its taste, with what it can be seasoned? It is no longer good for anything but to be thrown out and trembled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city set on a mountain cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and then put it under a bushel basket. It is set on a lampstand where it gives light to all in the house. Just so, your light must shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your heavenly Father. The Gospel of the Lord. There is nothing wrong with the microphone. It's my voice that is weird. So uh, don't adjust your uh, receiver. Okay. So as a church, we take another step. Last week, we have seen Jesus being presented to the temple. And you remember Simeon taking the child from Joseph and Mary and say something incredibly unexpected. He introduced, he, he called Jesus the light of all nations, light to the whole world. And we meditated on those words, and especially on the words about the sword. You remember when Simeon, turning to Mary, said, and you, the sword will pierce your heart. And he was referring to the fact that Jesus was a sign of contradiction, meaning that it is now the word of Jesus, the, the sword, that allows us to understand what is right and wrong. We don't make things up, but it is Jesus as the light of the world that makes us see what's the right way of doing things and how we can get closer to God rather than far away from Him. All right? So we are in that atmosphere, and now we're taking another step. And this concept of the light of the world comes to us again on this Sunday, and we 
see, we, uh, we heard in the first reading that Isaiah tells us that the light of God, the light that we need in our lives, sometimes can darken a little bit, but there is a certain way to make it shine brighter in our lives. And the best way for us to see more clearly, to remain in this light of God, is by being loving. So if you need to understand the situation, if you need more light of God in your life, in your family, we now know what to do. What is the answer? Loving, loving. We have to be more loving. You remember, Isaiah tells us that it is, it, the command is feed, share, clothe, all people, all the people in need. And don't forget your own. So we are talking about taking care of people who are, we have nothing to do with. And he said, we, the more we do that, the more the light will shine brighter. So let's keep that in mind. But also as we go to the gospel, we understand that Jesus now is calling us. You remember what I said to the little kids, right? He's giving us two nicknames. And nicknames are very important because they somehow they reflect the, 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 the person. They usually are connected with the person. I remember I learned this very quickly when I came into the United States. I mean, nicknames here are incredibly popular, more than in my culture. In my, when I was in Italy, I was trying to avoid nicknames, especially in high school. You work very hard not to get one because they stick. So, uh, but here I remember when I celebrated uh, as a priest, a new priest, I was celebrating uh, funerals. I, especially one time, I was calling the person by the baptismal name. And after a while, I was hearing in the church some rumbling because people didn't know if they were in the right church. They <laughs> did not know that that person's real name was what I was using because they known the guy by his nickname. Okay, and why? Well, because that's who he was. Jesus also gave nicknames to some of his disciples. You remember Peter, um, his name was Simon, and got Peter, Rocky, I wonder if anything to do with the hardhead. But uh, so there is this constant changing of names. Uh, then in our tradition, we also had, you remember, some in the religious life received a new name as well. So it, it's very common. And Jesus now is calling us with two different names. The first one is salt. So here we go. We are going to leave the church by calling each other salty. Okay, no saltine, salty. So why? Well, because that's what he said. He said, you are salt of the earth. Now, what does it mean? The second one is, of course, light of the world. Now, imagine Jesus is saying, you are the light of the world. We heard last Sunday that Simeon called Jesus light. And we know that Jesus later on will call himself, I am the light of the world. And now he's calling us with the same title that he's using for himself. Do you understand what that implies? It implies that we and Jesus not only are united, but have the same mission. 
we cannot have a Christianity separated from what Jesus wants and from what Jesus is. So now we, you, we all are who Jesus is. And we must become aware of this because sometimes we think that we make Christianity up as we go. Or, you know, I think this is what Christianity should be. This is what is, we are supposed to be doing. Yeah, well, we already heard last Sunday that it is Jesus that tells us what is in and what is out. We don't decide what is acceptable and not acceptable to God. Amen? We may have, we may have opinions. Believe me, I have a lot. But at one point, we have to decide, am I entering into this relationship and allowing him to inform and form me rather than the other way around? It's more interesting being called, however, salt. Uh, we know that salt is a crystal, is a mineral, and it's stable. And um, uh, the, the good of this salt, the, the, of salt, is not necessarily in keeping its shape. Jesus says, if it doesn't do what it's supposed to do, it's not good at all. Sometimes people think that Christianity, it's all, we, we are supposed to keep it in a package, okay? If somebody's messing up with the package, we get all upset. No, 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 don't mess it up. Christianity looks good like this, and we put it on a shelf. But what good is salt if you have it only on the shelf, right? What good, what do we use salt for? We get it because we want to make sure that gets in the soup or in the boiling water so that you would put the pasta in, right? And now, have you ever cooked pasta without putting salt in it? I know, this is a mistake that we Italians can only do once in a lifetime. We're allowed to do it once, if you do it twice, they take away your uh, ID card. I don't know. You cannot do that. But isn't it amazing the difference that a little bit of salt can make in that boiling pot of pasta? We also know, perhaps, those who uh, try to cook, like me, um, that what happens if you put a little bit too much salt, right? You can't take it away. You have to start all over again. All over again. So what is the good of salt? The good of salt is very simple. Salt is good when it disappears and makes all the ingredients in the pot taste better. Isn't that what salt does? If you're creating a soup and you put salt, that salt will make the celery taste more like a celery. It brightens it up. The carrot will not change its flavor, but what happens? It will be more carroty. I don't know if that is a word, but... <laughs> now, and what happens? Are you going to find the salt in the water in the soup? No, it's gone. This is who we are. And this is how we Christians should act in a very invisible way, our primary role in society is to make sure that everybody gets better, becomes better. 
helps every single person to become a better person. But what if we don't like that person? Well, guess what? I may not like some veggies, but if they're in the soup, I'm going to make them taste better too. <laughs> but what if they... What did Jesus say? You understand? We don't decide. Jesus decides. When Jesus says, you feed, you clothe, you welcome, you take care of people, and you don't forget your own, that's what we do. Why? Because that's what salt does. Disappears. Without making any drama, without going crazy on, you know, oh, it's amazing, this attitude that we have to grab the attention to the box of the salt rather than let the salt get in the soup and make everything taste better. Do you understand what the metaphor is all about? Do you understand what we need to do? We need to start reclaiming Christianity from the point of view of Jesus. When we do this, when we remain in the words of Jesus, we not only are light of the world, we are salt of the earth, but as St. Paul reminds us today, we experience Christianity as the power of God, rather than wisdom based on human words. Jesus mentioned one more thing. He says, can salt lose its flavor? Because Jesus says, if salt loses its flavor. Well, guess what? Salt in itself cannot lose its flavor. But it can stop functioning as salt. How? Salt as a crystal can absorb the impurities that are around it. The impurities, the yucky stuff, can get on the crystal of salt, and when you put it in the water, the, 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 the crystal cannot melt because there are too many yucky stuff around. And therefore, we must make sure that do not take the yuckiness of the world, allow it to get stuck on us, and says, look at me, I'm salt of the earth. You are salt of the earth, but you're not, you lost the ability of being salty. You're not flavoring anything else. You're still salt, but you're not functioning well. You understand? So what do we have to do? We have to let go of the yucky stuff. We have to let Jesus purify us so that once that stuff is out, we can make everybody feel more flavorful. This is the impact that we Christians are supposed to have in society. How well do you think are we doing? Uh, we are a lot of salt. A lot of impurity stuck on it. We have a lot of work to do to let that go. Why? Well, the results are not there. The results are not there. And therefore, we must start looking at our lives. How, remember what Paul said. Paul said that there is a difference here. Are we focusing on the power of God or the human person? The wisdom of human person. A lot of us, my friends, are considering Christianity something that has nothing to do with Jesus. And there are a lot of concepts coming in, into the church, into the preachings, into the practices, into the things. And we think that we're doing the work of God. And guess what? We are not flavoring anything. 
So we have to go back to square one and say, is that really the power of God? I think Christianity, people, and Jesus is saying, when we lose our flavor, people will throw us down and trample all over us. And they love doing that. But in a way, it's our fault because we are not releasing the flavor. We are not releasing what we are receiving. Why? Too many yucky stuff. We rely more on our opinions, on opinions of other people, on opinions of blah, 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 rather than what Jesus says. So now we got the power. Now we got the choice to make. Now God is saying, are you going to make the soup taste better? Because I made you salt. I am at calling you light of the world. We are who Jesus is. So we who dare to receive Jesus in word and sacrament, I pray we today make the commitment to do whatever we can to enjoy the great gift and let God help us to enjoy this beautiful life, which is the life of a children of God. But it begins with a yes. It begins with a here I am. It begins with, Lord, I believe what you say is way more important than what I think, than what other people think, and I'm willing to give up all these other allegiance so that only you can be truly the be the master and the light of my life. Oh my goodness, this is going to be awesome. It, by working on that, we are going to have a week of opportunity to enlighten other people, to make them brighter, feel more flavorful, and watch out Newark, uh, Bear, Wilmington, all the areas all around us, because here we come. We are ready to carry on this beautiful message that God has given us, which is the power of God for the salvation of all. That is, God is our Father as we dare to live our lives as His children. Thank you so much for listening. I pray that uh, you may find yourself blessed with your family and friends to renew your commitment to be a disciple of Jesus. And I ask you to pray for me as I continue to live in the gospel myself. I wish you well, and I'll talk to you next week. God bless. Bye-bye.